What's going on? How are you? Welcome back to the FA cast. Thank you, BGE. After having to put severe press on them, they were just, they were dragging their feet on count now. Power went out Friday, trying to figure out why we request for BG to come out. They tell us, this is on Friday, they tell us on the first. Hold on, brother. You mean I'm supposed to no power from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? That don't make sense. Why can't y'all get somebody out here, right? So... They didn't, and I hit him up this morning like, listen, I refuse to sit in here for another day, so then the power's back on. <laughs> I got mad. I'm sorry. I can't have it. I can't have it. So we're back, all right, and we're going to get into the story. So this week has been probably the worst week of 2022 for me. Uh, horrible, quite frankly, but hey, we taking a stride. Keep it pushing. So I have a um I have a daughter, which you all know. She's 10. Her name's Kennedy. I had taken Kennedy over to a uh she wanted to hang out with some friends. So I take Kennedy to a park and I'm minding my business. I notice all these kids at some point, because I'm very even when I'm doing something over here, I see here. So I start seeing all these kids walking away. Now they're not walking to where a lot of the grown-ups are. They're walking towards like the field. And in this field, it's like field and trees. It's just it's in the back. If you ever been to High Bridge Park, you know what I'm talking about. There's a field and there's trees. And they're walking all the way down to the tree line. I see my daughter. She's on the side. She's like, she's back with somebody, but she's tying her shoes. Hey, Ken, where everybody going? Where you going? That girl want to fight me. What girl want to fight you? The girl in the green. This is exactly what I did. I said, which girl in the green? I see two. She said, the tall one. The tall one. Hmm. And she wants to fight? Yes. She wants to fight you. Yeah, Dad. Okay. I grabbed my ball. I grabbed my phone. And I took my daughter down there. Now, I know. You might say, artist, why would you do that? Why why wouldn't you just take her and leave? Number one, I'm a 1990 baby. It means I came up in a different time. Number two. Back in the day, if I I fought in front of people's parents, Dontrell Armstrong, his mother brought him outside to fight me. He didn't win; he lost. Tim Gregorio was—I mean, like I fought Tim Gregorio in front of his mom. I fought Marquise Collins in front of his parents. So at the end of the day, people, parents—at least parents that I type people I knew, bro—you call out my kid. You trying to push around and bully? We're not going to do that. We're going to stand our ground. So I take Kennedy down there. Just also to prove a point, 
that this kid ain't about nothing. All talk. A lot of kids all talk. They don't really want no smoke. They just want to, because they're older than you or whatever. They just trying to bully you around. I'm not going for that. So I walk down. And I see. Um, <laughs> I see the kids. And I, I'm like, so you, you want to fight my daughter? Instantly just went off. Where's your father at? You know, where your dad at, yo? Go get your parents, call your parents. My parents ain't here. Okay. Well, you want to fight my daughter, right? She's right here. Kennedy's standing beside me. She just got her hands to her side. Staring a hole in her. I'm like, you want to see my daughter? She right here. And she's going to smash you. So what's up? Like, step up. Uh-huh. So you then walked all the way down here with these group of people to do what with my daughter? What are you, you walked all the way down here with all these people to fight my kid. Now I'm here with her. Now it's no problem. No, I'm good. Uh, she, nah, there is a problem. Square up. Square up, yo. Like, and and please, please call your father. Because I want to talk to him. I was livid, right? But then, I listened to the voice. The voice was deep, for real, but it was like, you know, put the inflection on their voice. And he had... I leaned in. He's like 15, 20 feet away from me. 10, well, 12 to 15 feet away. I lean in. I really look at it. Wig on, stuff, bro. You're a boy. You're a boy. Because they like she in, she in middle school. Kennedy didn't even know it was a boy. Kennedy really thought it was a girl. I was like, you're a boy. You're a 12 to 13 year old boy trying to take my kid down here and do what? My loss. I, I don't know what snapped. Something snapped. Something snapped in my mind and I lost it. And I went, I started hollering, hollering at this kid like, yo, get your parents, yo. I just lost it. Cause now I'm mad like, yo, first of all, my daughter would have still smashed you. I told Kennedy, he think he's such a girl, kick him in his nuts 10 times and slap him in his face. That's what I told him. I mean, straight up. Man, my dude, got to give him hands. Kick him in his nuts. He think he's such a girl? Show him me not. Like, I, I know, I know some of y'all probably like, well, that's a little bit too much. I'm sorry, but I'll be damned if a little boy who's pretending to be a girl, because my daughter didn't know he was a little boy. He's like 12, 13 tall, like 5, 8. Kennedy's fairly tall, but Kennedy's 10 and she's in the fourth grade. This kid's in the sixth, seventh grade trying to walk my daughter down with a group of people to do what? You try to fight? I'm standing here. See my daughter. Oh, but you're not a girl. You're a boy whole time. I went off. Where's your dad? Where's your mother? Where are they? Bring them up here. It was a cookout over there. Hey, whose kid is this? Because he about to get slapped down. Like, yo, you coming over here acting like you a girl trying to fight little girls, bro? Like, yo, you lucky. I'm like, you lucky. I'm not a boy. I'm not your age because I smashed you, son. I was, I lost it. I completely lost it. And then this kid was taunting me. Just running, kick his little leg up, get a little cheerleader kick up in the air, all this wrap up. 
But ayo, I've never hated a kid so much. I was in red. All I saw was red rage. I was angry, bro. And I'm just like, yo, I'm like, yo, go get your parents, bro. Like, if you want my daughter, Kennedy, right here, bro. See Kennedy. See Kennedy. You talking all that crap? We don't do bullying here. Like, I want y'all to understand. Y'all kids that fake bully, hey, we got bully parents. I'm a bully parent. I've been pushing people around and whipping ass my whole life. So if you want to fake like you a bully, I got bully. I'm a bully. So when my daughter calls me, I want your pa I want your father. I want your mom. Because guess what? Her mom going to smash you. Yeah, you want a bully? You want a fake bully? You 13-year-old little boy who's confused, clearly, who think you're a girl, and you want to sit out here and, 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 and come uh, and, uh, and you want to fight, huh? You want to fight with nobody there. Bring your ass over here and fight my daughter in front of me. Because I fought in front of people, straight up. I don't know who on this joint is listening and watching, but I have had parents come out when I stole their son, and he went in the house with his eyes, he's crying. Dontrell's mom came out, brought him out to fight me. Did Dontrell win? No. I beat Dontrell up in front of his mother. But that's how we was raised. You want to fight our kids? You want bully kids? Man, we bringing y'all kid to you. What's up? Kid ain't want no smoke. No smoke at all. But I was gone. I was enraged at this point. This little, this little boy, or girl, or whatever he was or thought he was, at that moment, I don't care about that, bro. I wanted him. Like, I was trying to think of a cousin. Kennedy could fought, fight him easily. No problem. I know Kennedy would question him. But I was thinking, like, who, where's a cousin I could call real quick? Like, a boy that come up here and just put the hands on you, son. So, I, I, I was there. I'm trying to explain. Y'all don't know me. But if you do know me, you know that there is a there's a happy me and there's a angry me. And the angry me, it's not a game. Like, you know, some people all get mad. No, 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 no. I have a literal hawk. He just, I just don't get, get big. There is a literal second personality in there. When he get when I get mad, I'm out. That's it. That was there. He had taken, I was gone. And you can only bring me down by letting me finish screaming and hollering until I finally calmed down. So I finally started to calm down. And then I started to feel a little bad because I said a lot of savage stuff. But not bad because I felt bad for protecting my daughter. I felt bad because here's a little boy who has his own issues, who has, who has his own confusions, who knows what's going on in his house. And I went tunnel vision and went off on him. And I was pacing, waiting. I was waiting for his father or somebody to pull up. I was walking back and forth, like, yo, whoever walking up, I'm smashing you. As soon as you get here, no conversation, I'm crushing you. I was, I go into a flight. I don't, I protect the women in my family. That's anybody. I don't care. Me and my daughter's moms aren't together. But if they call me and there's something, I'm coming to, I'm, a, hey, I'm coming to see you. You can't, my grandma, I'm coming to see you. My mother, I'm coming to see you. The women in my family, I'm coming to see you. My guys can handle themselves. And if they need me, they can call me because then I'm coming to see you. But for women in my family, I don't play that. So I went to the kids because Kennedy was with friends. And I said, hey, guys, I apologize. I did not mean to lose my cool like that. But y'all have to stand up for yourselves. Because Kennedy had, Kennedy was the biggest one out of all her friends. But she was the third oldest. I thought she was the oldest. She's like, nah, that little girl, she was really small. She's in the fifth grade. The dude, he's in the fourth. The sisters, she's in the third. And... They was like, yeah, they do bully. Not Kennedy, but the little girl. She's like, yeah, they do push us around. They do try to bully us. I said, no, it's more y'all than them. Y'all got to stand up for yourself. Now, the way I went about it, that wasn't right. But I'm saying for you, 
in life, you got to stand up for yourself. Like I, I told Kennedy today, this happened a couple of days ago. And I talked to Kennedy. I picked her up from school today and I told her, I said, listen, there are ways to be a leader without having to fight. If there's people trying to bully your friends and you're there, you can just, you can say something and, and walk off. I said, but stand up. Y'all make sure y'all stand up for yourself. So still a learning experience. That's the first time I've ever dealt, dealt with something like that. And I said, Kennedy, it's going to be worse for you because you're going to get older. And there's gonna, you're going to be in the club, 18, 19, and there's going to be guys in there who 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 are either transgender or believe they're women, and they will hit you. They will hurt you because they're still men. Regardless of all the back and forth, y'all think he's still a man, and a man can hurt you. So I'm just like, yo, this is the life that you have to come up with. But I, but the biggest thing for me was growing up, I knew a lot of females who didn't have like, they didn't feel protection from their father or just protective of men. Men, they don't have nobody who had their back. Let you understand right now, one thing's for fucking certain that my kids will know that their dad has their back all the time. Teachers, what what the teacher say, what the teacher do, I'm coming up there to talk to them. What kid they trying to fake on? Now, that was a little girl that was 10 years old that wanted to see an uh, actual little girl at 10 that wanted to see my daughter. I just said, come on. I just did the same thing, brought her up there. See her. You want to fight so bad? See her. We not, I'm not in this. I'm, I can see people now like, yo, I can't believe you. I can't believe you would run from that. So your kid could just continuously be pushed around. There was a lesson being taught there. Regardless of what I did, that was a lesson being taught. Stand up for yourself. And my daughter, she was going down there anyway. I just walked her. She was on the way. Tying her shoes. Where, where you going? Where you tying your shoes for? Where you going? I'm about this girl trying to fight. Oh, yeah, she come from that. I'm not saying my daughter's a brilliant, smart girl. But at the end of the day, I raised Kennedy. We're not taking that. We're not being pushed around. We're not being bullied. We're not. And, and as a man, she needs to feel, and as her father, she needs to feel that her dad has her back. Regardless, regardless, she used to always feel like I got her and I do. And so that's why I showed my ass off and I went crazy. But I guarantee you, A, that stupid little boy would think twice if you ever see my daughter again. Um, and it is what it is, bro. I'm sorry. I'm a 90s baby. You ain't going to come out there talking about you're going to fight my kid and, and think we're not coming down there. Because like I said, Kennedy was already tying her shoes. It was just me seeing her and be like, yo, what you about to do? I'm about to go fight this girl. Why? Because she wants to fight me. Why? Why? Well, what happened? I don't know. She's just trying to fight me. Okay, let's go then. So I know y'all, oh, I would never. Well, that's because and your son and your daughter will be bullied for the rest of their life. They won't have no backbone and they won't stand up for themselves. But I tell you this, and I told Kennedy's friends. I said, I want y'all to understand, if you're with my daughter and there are people doing this to you, I'm giving y'all that same energy. Nobody's going to push you around when I stand here. Because for all each fake-ass bully out here, there's bully parents. I'm one, and I'm calling for your father immediately. And, and, for, and, and if you don't got a father, I ain't going to argue with your mother. I'm calling her mother immediately. And we both, we both want smoke. Because we both... And Jazz understands. That's the good thing about having somebody understands. Jazz understood where I came from. Like, yo, I had to do that to make sure she felt protected. She's like, yeah, you're. I, that's cool. But again, some of the things I said, I probably I shouldn't have said. I could have still just went as hard as I did.
Yeah, that's basically that situation that gotten that was crazy. You know, like we were just in there, she was just in there chilling. I was just in this joint chilling, and then all of a sudden, you got this little chump trying to talk about he wanna fight. Man, you ain't listen. I said, get your to get the f out of here, bro. Like you gotta take your ass home, son. <laughs> you had you better take care of yourself. You better go home. And I just feel bad because again, this kid, this kid, there's things going on. He's fighting with his own sexuality and things. And I just went off. Like I like again, I don't. This is a different time. People are going to be who they're going to be. That is not my issue. <laughs> I don't care. He could have tried to fight any other girl in the world, and I would have been up. I mean, I wouldn't have been okay with it. I, if I had noticed he was a boy, I would have said something. But you messing with my daughter. And when you come to messing with my daughter, I don't have no cut card for you. I don't have no feelings for you. I really don't care how you feel or what I say to you. Um, and, you know, I thought about it afterwards, and I did feel bad because, again, there's a lot of young men and women who deal with just – with their sexuality and they got enough stuff to deal they, you know, they're trying to figure out but all that goes out the window when you're a 12 to 13 year little boy dressed like a little girl trying to fight my daughter i don't care who you are then and i don't care if it was a little girl like if it was a girl that was 14 i would have been screaming for her dad too like so yeah that was that went off thank god that uh, my cousin was like, yo, just come past my crib because I was waiting for the dad. I don't know if the dad ever came or not. I don't even know if, if there was a dad. But I was waiting for whoever was coming up there. And, uh, you know, I, I just calm down. No, I'm not because I'm tired of seeing these children be abused, beaten. These kids so scared to speak up, so scared to – they talk a lot of crap online, but be right in, in person – Oh, they'll get pushed around it. No, no, you're not pushing my kid around. You're not. These kids need backbones. We raised them in this super soft, soft as uh times. Like, don't defend yourself. Don't speak up. Just just go with the just yeah, yes. Yeah, keep your head down and just keep no, you know, keep your head down and keep going. No, no, bro. You need to teach your child to speak up for themselves. That's what y'all need to do. I'm trying to be all passive. I'm not passive. I'm not teaching Kennedy a passive route because people are not going to be passive with her. So be aggressive when it's needed. Tell your kids, do not let somebody push them around. And even if that person slaps you across your face, damn it, speak up for yourself. I'd rather get, speak up and then somebody slap me than me get beat up and just let that shit happen all the time. No, bro. No, not rocking. So, you know, that's me. The protective father, the protective brother, the protective artist, whatever you want, put the protective, the protective and follows whatever uh additive or noun. That is me. So that was that was a couple of days ago. Supposedly the little boy was gonna, his parents are gonna go up to the middle school. I don't care. I because that's what I'm asking for. And yeah, let's go. And what are we going to the middle school for? Because we weren't at school. So when I beat you up in the street, you're going to go to the principal. Whatever. All I'm saying is your child, your child tried to bully the wrong person. My daughter doesn't allow bullying because she's already big and she's not sweet for it. And most certainly, I'm not going to let you bully my child either. So um, just beware. 
and the funny thing is, I didn't even realize that Kennedy had a little. I didn't. I thought Kennedy was going out there to meet a, a girl, but it was a girl there. But there was two other people there. It was a brother and a sister. I guess they all go to school together. So I didn't realize that the little boy is the little boy that Kennedy be acting like that's her little boyfriend, little chubby little Spanish guy, Hispanic guy. So one thing I could say, he know not to f around because he saw me at my at one of my. <laughs> Angriest moments. You probably like, oh no, nah, Kennedy, I will never do nothing wrong to you, because mm-hmm. you saw how her father responds. I kill, I'll kill you. Anyways, moving on. Uh, oh man, I'm tired. For that ridiculous week so what was it two days ago now two days ago this is two jobs back to back this is why i'm having i'm having problems with women i'm tired of working with y'all and i'm about to hire women to deal with y'all because some things i just can't i can't keep allowing to happen so my cousin had put me on my cousin's a, a a new doctor. Put me on one of our surgeon doctor friends, right? Do a move. Well, I'm just gonna cut through all the crap. We do a move. They ended up being five hours from picking up, picking up the truck out of Baltimore to drop to pick up her, take a pick up a U box in Baltimore to take it to DC to load her up to bring it to Baltimore, right? So when it comes to the price, charge her the five hours plus the truck, and she tells me. I didn't know I was responsible for the truck. So basically, she's going to hold the money out because she doesn't feel like she should pay for the truck or the miles. And never mind, the gas is almost $5. And I just did a, almost an 80 mile trip. Never mind that. She doesn't feel responsible for paying for the truck. You know what? You know what? Because I'm not going to argue and sit here and threaten your life. Just send me my five hours. So that's a loss there. Never mind the chick from a couple of weeks ago who booked us for two hours, but then realized she had a 600-yard walk, and we had to use this crappy elevator to get to her to move her stuff back and forth. And we kept her time shorter because we used a big bin to throw our stuff in that we found instead of just trying to you move all these little tiny items. She was upset about a four-hour uh, charge, only paid $275 because she that's all she had. She only had $275. Not the whole five, whatever, whatever. So I'm, I'm I'm waiting for her for to send me my money on the first. The first comes, still not here. It's it's uh the money is uh it needs to clear. So I'm still waiting. I'm that's that's money that's gone from two weeks ago, and then the crap that happened yes two days ago, and then yesterday, which was a continuous from the day two days ago. I had same time I was doing the job with the girl who short me the one twenty five. I had two guys working another situation very disappointingly they chose to leave early very disappointed in that how y'all hey i want to leave early and why nobody telling me until the last minute you know it's like that's that's it's pretty whack um so they did five hours that day i had to go back and finish that job which was an extra nine hours it ended up totaling 14 hours. Gave her a discount because she was my aunt's friend. 
which I shouldn't have because it cost me four fifty in the end of the day to take a twenty five dollar discount off and have the fourteen hours. That's four fifty. Do your math. Simple. Okay, that's a blow. But I'm trying to do something nice for somebody. I just saved you all this bread, and you're still going to try to screw. So she claims that all this stuff that she has is supposed to go to this charity place. But when we get to the charity place, all the way out Silver Spring from D.C., by the way, 18 miles, uh, they only accept the boxes and take a few items. Uh, so I'm left with a bunch. I'm left with a full truck, basically. This is what had to drive back to her house, grab the rest of her items. This is what the back of the truck looked like. That's a 20-foot truck. There's uh, a couch with a sleeper in it, a couch right there. There's a long blue couch on the right. It's a three-seater. You got an arm wall with a china cabinet and stuff on the right. You got uh, uh, entertainment centers. You got standing dressers. You got cabinets. All of this. Chairs. Stuff all the way on the back of the wall. All of that. Right? I go dump it. Once I go dump it and I send her price, oh, now she wants the receipt. She wants the receipts to the dump it. She wants this. She wants that. Yo, why do I have to... Now, now that you just had service done, 14 hours of work done, okay? You said one thing was supposed to happen. The place didn't take the items that you said, so it becomes a junk removal. I go do the junk removal for you. Now, I've been done for two hours. Why am I waiting for my money? And why is it like you trying to nitpick me to try not pay me my money? What are you talking about? This isn't free. I wish I had the whole picture was wider. There's more stuff on each side. That isn't free, bro. That's not a free junk removal. That's not free. Did you ask for receipts for the boxes? Did you ask for receipts for the truck? Did you ask for receipts for the mileage? Did you ask for receipts for the gas? No. No. You asked for nothing. But when I send you the full price, now you want to send me my money. So she just chose to send me what she wanted. She sent the 14 hours. And what would I pay for the boxes? So you're not gonna pay for your truck? So you're not gonna pay for my for the junk removal? Like it's it's been ridiculous, yo. And um I've been very just just completely I don't even know how to say it. I've just been completely uh disappointed in what I've seen from this lady, from the people that use my cousin's names to get uh to get me over, um, you know, get me to do some work for him. And I just feel like, you know, somebody taking advantage of me. I don't like it. It pisses me off. And then the bad part is they're all women. This lady from yesterday is over 55, over 60 years old. What am I supposed to say to her? Am I supposed to threaten her? What am I supposed to say to her? Huh? What? What am I supposed to say? The lady from yesterday, the chick from yesterday. Am I supposed to cuss her out? Huh? Am I supposed to yell at her? What am I supposed to do? Or am I supposed to just take the loss? Like, where am I? Hit a lawyer? Sue her, possibly? I mean, I can get more. It's going to cost me time. But sue her? You know what I'm saying? Why can't y'all just do what, what y'all supposed to do? Like, why do I have to... Why do I have to go through all this with the women? It's like, and the women know that they're women, so it's like they're playing this game. Because it's like, I can't just go in there. I won't... Even if you short me or you're trying to, what am I supposed to say to you? You F and B. You ain't going to pay my F and money. You're a woman. So it's like, 
I can't, if you was a man, I probably hemmed you up on your on the floor, like on the wall. Like, oh, you're going to give me my money right now. Can't do that with no woman. So y'all taking advantage until I start hiring women. I don't even think I'm going to talk to women on the phone anymore. No y'all talk to my, talk to the chick, because chicks not going, they don't care about, care about any of that extra. We don't, all that uh, flirting, and, we don't want to hear that. Just pay me my, the money is this. You should see the stuff that women wear. No bras on, see-through shirts, tits out, see-through leggings, butt cheeks, half naked, bending over in front. I mean, doing anything to try to get. I don't care about that. I don't want. I don't care. I have bills. I have children. I have a life. This is my life. Now, whether y'all think this is some side hustle, it's not. This is my full-time freaking job. Mine's. It's a full-time. Like, you go to your job, and you sit at the desk all day, or you go and be a mechanic. Or you go and do whatever the hell you do. That's your job, right? This is what I do. So to keep screwing me when this is what I do, like this is some side project, that's bullshit. You don't wait for service. I shouldn't have to wait for money. So I'm going to change things. I'm going I'm to need at least uh, the two hours, at least two hours up front once I get there. Or I won't leave your place until I get, you know, it's going to be a different. You want contracts. You're going to sign. We're going to get this on. Yeah, it's going to be a whole, a whole different, a whole different way of running this business. Cause y'all, I try to be lenient, and y'all just, y'all just do what y'all want. Y'all just do what y'all want. Try to be lenient. Do what you want. Give them an inch, take them out. It's very annoying, yo. To work as hard as I do, to have these guys working as hard as they do, and then you um, just do what you want. You just you do whatever you want with the money, with the. It's just not cool, bro. It's been really difficult trying to keep cool. I've just you know I've been trying to chill out, and then people are trip. That's all I can say. People are disappointing. And the sad part is, I got to say it again, it's only happened with black people. I don't have no issue. None. Hispanic, Indian, Asian, Caucasian. I always got issues with black people. All the time. It's sad to say. People be like, oh, yeah, it kills me. Black people be like, yo, I want to support black business. And the same black person that says that never wants to pay the full business. I mean, pay, pay the full price. Never. Never. Yo, I have, I've done over 100 jobs. Over. I never have a problem with pay with anybody else. It's always black people. It's always. No issues with white. No issues with always black people. Always. Very frustrating. Anywho, so tonight, tonight we are young. So let's set the world on fire. We gonna stay by. Either. 
I don't know the rest of the words. It's tonight. Alright, so uh who y'all got? Mm. Yo, ah. Yo, ah. This is my this is the issue for me. No, this isn't the issue for me. The picking of the games are. This is the cure. Because I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> that face is terrible. This is difficult for me because I'm a Lakers fan. So I will never root for the Celtics. It's like if the Cowboys, I would never, I would never, I would never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever in my life root for the Cowboys. I don't care if they were playing the KKK nigga killers. I am rooting for the KKK nigga killers. I hate the Cowboys. Hate them. And saying that, you get my point. When I break down the teams, Marcus Smart, Tatum, Brown, uh, then you got Horford, huge piece, can't miss him. And then you got Draymond. And you got Steph, and you got Clay, and you got Jordan Poole, and you got Wiggins. To me, it comes to execution. My heart is saying that the Celtics have the youth and the size and the skill to beat the Warriors. But my head says that the Warriors have the have the experience and you know to to pull this off. My question is if Marcus Smart can get on Steph, strap him down. Maybe Draymond can slow down Horford or something. Or, but, or, or, I really don't know, yo. This is going to be. I really don't know. The Warriors taking that long break off. That might be, it might not be as, it might not, because they haven't been playing recently. Boston just played a few days back. That could play a part into this opening game. Robert, I mean Williams. If he's if he both Williams, the guys they are, you know they they go in. Um, I really just I'm trying to think. I just can't choose the Celtics, so I got to go the Warriors because of my bias. My heart, I'm gonna go Warriors because I can't root for the Celtics. But just know, my heart, 
my heart is saying Celtics. But experience, man. And again, Nick Foles and them went in there and, and punished uh, the Patriots. So that's why execution, man. That defense, though, the defense, both defenses are going to be crazy. I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go Warriors because of my bias. But the Celtics is coming, they are coming. Um, recently read a story about my man Amari Hardwick not paying my man no money. I thought he was making some good money doing the uh, power. Apparently not. He said he was only uh, earning one hundred and fifty thousand per episode. That's crazy because there's people like on well, Friends, weren't they making like a million episodes or certain shows? <clears throat> he said he had to borrow cash from fifty. He said, I still haven't made what I should have made. I still never made the money. No, the money, I never made what I should have made. Never. Period. It's happening now, finally. He only felt he made it after power, and he joked that he earned $5 from all the movies he appeared in before that, <clears throat> which I could believe because a lot of movies he did wasn't really, uh, you know, big time rules and stuff like that so so he goes on to say he opened up about only 50 cents of money which he pre previously touched on 2019 angie martinez shows i think he forever just really really respects the shit out of me for that we just not taught that in our community rarely do we pay anybody back <clears throat> he suggested the pot he suggested the pivot host who have all passed in the NFL have likely had similar experiences with people asking to borrow money. So once we're hit up for money and I'm finding and I am financially obviously stable at this point, once we're up, I mean, once we're hit up for money, we don't expect it back. So for me to give it back to 50 with the interest, I was just so proud to be able to do that. And it was early. He felt like, damn, you can't be messed up. You need money. Hardwick revealed he borrowed the money from the, from the fifth why do you call him from the fifth oh the fifth the fifth in the summers and the first and second season he gave me twenty thousand and next summer he gave me 23. he adores his wife jennifer j harwick and the couple's kids he might like them more than me it was absolutely given uh given in a way of like you need you know take care of your family bro use that so for everybody that be talking bad about fifth, you know, we always take care of those who we care about. You know what I'm saying? He said that ultimately he never got the salary he wanted on power. Even by the sixth and final season. How much do you think I made a week an episode? He asked the host, which one estimated around 150 per episode. He said, you got the right. Yeah, first time I ever disclosed it. So, yeah, man. That's uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. That show was amazing. That guy, I haven't been invested in a character like him in so long. Very refreshing 
to to have been that that like involved uh or that invested into a character and um to see the success of that show and stars not pay out that's not fair you know and maybe because he's a black actor but if he was a white actor probably would have got paid five hundred thousand an episode you know what i'm saying i know it sounds effed up but if he was the uh you know i'm just saying maybe like that i might be wrong but then again i may be right just wanted to uh say rest in peace even though i'm not a cowboys fan this man tortured our team for years for the years he played for the cowboys man it was it was something else and then here he passed found uh he's found dead in his home i'm sorry to hear that and i pray for the families man people are just going 38 38 years old rest in peace to the cornerback he he was killed in the car accident like yo 20 what 24. What's going on with our world? What is going on with our world? Why are good young men dying? It's crazy when you hear like, you know, athletes, because you think that they're like in great condition and you never know what people be going through, you know. I don't know that the 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 they don't have the findings for how he passed yet. But I want to uh, say rest in peace. Crazier things are happening, happening. At least to me, I'm just trying to make sure I pull up the right one. They have a uh, a new transgender Barbie. Oops, wrong one. Sorry, can't see. There it is. A transgender Barbie. <laughs> I don't it's not that I have a, a problem with a transgender Barbie it's just who's playing you know who's playing with who like I'm just who is I just don't know who it's for like little like I, I just I don't know I just don't know who it's for. That's my issue. That's my biggest issue. Who is that toy for? I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, like I, little girls and boys, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I just think those type of things should be. I still just think children should be able to come into their own with who they are, you know? And sometimes it just seems like it's kind of forced. You know, everybody needs inclusion, but I just don't know. So, but I'm happy breaking, you know, breaking the, oh, no, that was the right one. They're breaking a, uh, a trend or setting a trend. 
I just don't know who the toy's for. That's my only thing. Just don't know. So outside of that, you know. Uh congratulations to Laverne Cox. Uh, Mattel has created a Barbie doll in her likeness as a part of the tribute collection. The company often models dolls after real-life people, and this is the first trans Barbie they have ever made. Cox, a four-time Emmy-winning actress, producer and first transgender woman of color to have a leading role in the scripted TV show, has always been an advocate for her using her voice and living authentic, uh, and living authentically. Uh, Barbie said that the doll is part of his commitment to continue to increase diversity and celebrates the impact she has had as an advocate advocate excuse me for lbgtq rights um it will also honor lucille ball who made a trailblazer for women queen elizabeth ii who was honored with a doll just ahead of her platinum jubilee in time for her 97th birthday um, this is probably something that my mom would probably collect and, uh, cause she collects a lot of dolls. This might be worth a lot of money one day. So if you're a collector, collect, she goes on to say, it's been a dream for years to work with Barbie, to create my own doll. I can't wait for fans to find my doll on shelves and have the opportunity to add Barbie doll bottle after a transgender person to their collection. I hope that people can look at this Barbie and dream big like I have in my career. The space of dreaming and manifesting is such a powerful source and it leads you to achieve more than you originally thought was possible, which is awesome. So for that, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, you want to see people breaking barriers. My thing, I just, you know, does it really matter? I just don't know. My thing is just kids. Like I just don't want them being, you know, let's let people, like I said, come into their own way of being whoever they are. But congratulations to Laverne Cox. I'm personally um, not familiar with her. I've recognized the face, but I'm not familiar with her. Just want to throw this out there. They made a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's a, it's a thriller, like a horror film. I think I talked about this before. Winnie the Pooh, a murderer. All right. People wearing masks. That's what it seemed like. Let me see what else I had to talk to you about. Uh, excuse me. Oh, yeah. I had seen the commercial of a... Martha Stewart and um, it could be completely unrelated but it just made me think of, you know just think in general like Martha Stewart is still on TV uh, never lost her celebrity and she went to jail like Let me see something. She actually did time in jail and never lost a step in her career. Uh, so let's see. Let me see. 
so she wanted to go to prison in connection, I mean, in Connecticut or Florida. She now wanted to serve the federal prison camp in uh, Alderson, West Virginia. Only get to its remote location in 2004. Lawyers say that the remoteness will make it difficult for the stewards and 90 year old mother to visit. Like, <sighs> so the judge gave her the. Uh, gave Stu, you know, Stuart, whatever her first choice was. Um, it was her first choice in Danbury or second in the Federal Correction Complex in Coleman. Uh, however, a spokesman for the U.S. Department of Justice said the BOP would not send her FCI Danbury because the news media could too easily access the facility. They could not send her to Coleman because the complications from Hurricane Ivan. Who cares? Gets to the point. Like, why did she go to jail? Regardless of the fact, the lady gets out of jail. She followed her release in 2005. She's never missed, like, 2006. She's doing something in 2007. She's doing something in 2008. She's never had a fall off. Um, I just feel bad because I, I bring that up because I'm like, Will Smith just slapped somebody. That was it. He just slapped somebody. That was it. I mean, was it wrong? Possibly. He just slapped somebody. And they are canceling everything that he's doing. Every movie. I don't know if Fresh Prince will come back. You know, like Bad Boys 4 is on hold. I heard he's been taken off of Aladdin. I just be like, yo, it's, I don't know. I always see color and stuff like that. Like, she's good. I mean, it seems like every time, you know, when you're white, you're good. You're black. You take a back seat, like shit. So I, I just, I wish people would just get off of the Will Smith thing because it's not that deep. He slapped somebody. Oh, wells. Like, did the man deserve to be slapped? Quite possibly. Shouldn't be uh, held over his, his whole life. Should be condemned because of it. Just, you know, my opinion. Her young thug is uh hold on, let me see because I lost the article. Let me see something. So he had a bond hearing. Oh, oh, it's a it's expected for him, so maybe he'll get a bond. Oh, but it was being live streamed. They're trying like why is this why why would this be able to be live stream? Are they live stream? Well, that's a proper. I mean, I mean, I take you all on your word for it, Mister. This is live. I mean, it's a proper. I mean, it, it goes to the the state's contention of whether or not he's a danger to the community. One of the things I have to look at in the uh, in one factor. So, uh, I take it uh, is its value um, certainly is. Depending upon what I what I I can't tell if y'all can hear waiting this. the situation waiting what's been proper thus far and, and I I understand that what I would what I would ask the court to um, the judge, to, is, uh, to pay close attention to and to keep in mind is that allegations put forth by the state um, in regards to what they say is evidence that is going to be forthcoming uh, are exactly that 
allegations that have not been vetted, that may or so may not be accurate, that will come before this court, this. presumably during the course of a trial. But for purposes of, of the bond, and for purposes of whether or not Mr. Jeff, Mr. Williams, if given a bond, is going to return to court to face process of the court, to face these charges, whether or not there's evidence that goes to his guilt or innocence, you're watching whether he is guilty or not guilty of these charges is not what is before the court. I so if I, you're absolutely right. You're yes, absolutely, you don't have to waste your breath on that. Right. I, I'm very familiar with, with Mr. Williams and, and the other co-accused presumption. So he's not, the, he's on the, the court as being innocent of these charges. I'm asked to pass on bond and the bond is predicated on, you know, on, on the issues that, that, so let, let me then address some specific things that Mr. Gary said, that the state said in their argument. Right. Um, the state started their argument by saying that this is all about money. And and to be quite honest, that, that's that's a little bit of, uh, uh, that's a little insulting because the inference is that if Mr. Williams has uh, means or has resources, that um, that is a bad thing that he is trying, in, in their words, to quote, I can buy a bond. Is, is, is what the state said. They said he wants to, quote, pay his way out of jail, is, is what they said. Well, I, I think that they're saying, saying you know, it's a, it's a factor, is is resources of the, of the accused in this particular circumstance, but it has to be taken into context with other things. So I, I'm not I'm not saying that. I, I, I understand that they're assertion in that regard, but it's it's more so. And you uh, talk about going to consider women no issue of, men. It's context of of other things. Yes, sir. And, and one of the things I, I and well being able that you can make bond. I mean, so, um, but, but I'm so, curious is, is my understanding. And, and, and that's precisely the point. The, the fact that, that uh, Mr. Williams uh, may have means or may have uh, resources by which um, that can be brought to bear. Um, those resources are being brought to bear for purposes of assuring the court of his, of his reappearance. Because the other way, of course, to look at it, as you've heard from some of the witnesses, is that uh, there's a lot at stake Anyways. that that if he if he does not reappear in court that there are financial resources there are people's um so well-being that, that are put that at financial stake because that is certainly something the court can consider in regards to whether or not he has he money reappear. to like, disappear now like, what i what i, I also think is um, an inappropriate argument is that the witnesses who took their time to come in here and testify about their knowledge of mr williams about his background about what he's done about uh, his ties to the community about his investments in the community and so forth and his employments um, his financial status his jobs um they took their time and came in and testified i would submit to the court honestly about their knowledge to you um, about mr williams um i do not believe that there's anything to suggest that anyone who came in here and testified came in because of a financial motive that they are they have something to, to, to gain or something to lose financially by coming in here and, and speaking honestly to the court about their their knowledge of mr williams which is what the court needs to make its, its decision i'm now, taking it from the standpoint of he has significant ties to the community and and and, and that is ex thank you judge and, and that is exactly what i would suggest that that, that information was that is what was presented to you that he has strong ties to the community that weighs in his to his benefit uh, if he as the court considers bond. Now, the one of the things that the state referenced that the state asked you to consider was um, whether or not 
what is he considering? This is the he is a flight risk. Uh, um, I don't know if this is the prosecutor or his And, and I, I want to roll this into a, say a discussion of the bond hearing that was held before Judge Magistrate Judge Wolf uh, some weeks ago. Um, yeah, I'm going to mark that as court two uh, for purposes of the motion. Um, that was done on the um, 11th of May and filed in our e-file system, or Odyssey, I should say. Um, so, yes, sir. That that was on a Wednesday. I was I was present for that bond hearing. I was there, um, and I can I can tell the court that um, that would have been two days after uh, Mr. Williams was originally arrested. Uh, he was he came for a first appearance. I'll tell you that the court uh, magistrate Judge Wolf heard arguments from both come, sides I, as I, to I, suitability of bond. And I will tell you, as, as an officer of the court. That, the, uh, uh, Magistrate Judge Wolf was the, concerned uh, about the fact that the indicted case was in front of was already assigned to you. Anyway. That there was someone that Mr. Williams was already assigned to on a separate case, a separate but related case. And there were discussions about whether or not because he had resources, Just in case I hear something that piques my interest. Uh, because he, he had money, I'll turn he, it back could, up. he had the ability to So let's just get this over with. I'm going to do strange and things last. Wolf, I, will tell you, I got something to say to you. I'm trying to understand indicated why he, and he asked me many questions about whether or not don't look at men schedule in front of your own the same whether or not you be considering the issue because I, I started seeing guys that he was going to I started listening to guys but he was going to defer and, and such and I, I realized that women don't respect men so the same it, it because a lot of men impression are no hearing on that day the denial of bond when I say weak, I don't mean physically. The you're, you're like, as regard, as it's like a lot of guys haven't received a bond on both matters or not. And of course, both matters are in front of you. It's like once a man finally gets something now, that he probably didn't expect to have. Or some, some of these guys probably just pulling young as for who knows what. There is and they get them, and these women are beautiful, whatever, and they just become like yes, men. And, and yet, uh, she that just doesn't know anything eventually can about that get you to do anything without giving not, anything. Not to say you should want anything in return by doing anything, but like, I'm more interested in so a lot of women are getting yeah. well, well, houses built for them, and, and, and so that, that's and because they're not giving to do nothing, they just give them a bunch of smiles and smirks. And he be placed on house just go with everything. I see a lot of guys going with everything. I like to be compatible, just a little bit. That there are a lot of arguments. You like that? A lot of guys, you know, let their woman take the front seat. No, I'm not. I'm not going to let you take the front seat. We're going to take that seat together. And there's a. I'm not like. I don't know. That's just me. A lot of. A lot of women say, man, and it's like in my lifetime, I've heard as I've been an adult male, at different stages of my adult maledom, that I just made up that adult maledom. I've been told that, like, they've been like, yo, you're a man, man. What do you mean? Like, they've like, yo, you can be serious, and you can be confident, you can, you have, you wear a lot of hats, like, like I can't explain. I can't remember exactly how it was put to me. It was so long ago, but I always hear like the way I carry myself. It's like a man. Women are attracted to men. Yeah, you got money and, and all of that, but you you just 
in regards to what the requirements Blase. are. These are going to be post-certified. That's not sexy to women. I'm trying to tell you. I had a situation where I was doing some man work. That private security. Um, and I'm like, yo, you look so sexy. Right. As, as, as the I'm people like, who would <laughs> the house. Thanks. Like, you hear it all the time. I'm, I'm moving fact, stuff. And I'm not... I don't know, yo. Like, I'm just indicated, and we have suggested to the court that the DA's office. I'm not saying you need to be rude to your woman. You need to. They can go to the home. You need to be firm. And and, you know, quite frankly, like, um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, you need to have the plan. Why is your woman setting up the dinner? Issue. Yeah, we going here, baby. I got this, this, that. Like, you need to take the man role. That's why women don't respect us because they're being the men. They're bringing in all the money while you're sitting at home with your hands in your pants, like our money. You're sitting there with your fat stomach like Homer Simpson. And you're not doing nothing. It She's is, bringing in the bread. She's cooking the food. She, she doing everything. And you just sitting back um, doing what you're doing. Whether you got the bag and you're still just sitting back. And just, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. No, bro. Be a man. There's guys my age that be hiring women. I mean, there's guys my age that be hiring, um, hiring chicks. Excuse me, I keep saying that. Hiring me to move their chick stuff. You're my age. You want me to move your girl stuff? And meanwhile, while I'm in there, your girl keep complimenting me and my worker, and you stand there with your face balling. Bro, be men. Guys, be men. Go ahead and just tell your girl no. Nah. What? No. Where'd that come from? No. Switch it up. Tell them no sometimes. You don't just got to go with everything. You know? I just want to see my men get their mendom back. Looking real feminine out here, guys. Did you see Did you see uh, Marty's wife? You see how she was rocking? That's not happening, Miles. Wendy? You are not calling the shots like she that's how women are now. Just uh, Marty, all oh, you know, no, Marty, put your goddamn foot down. Like when you whip that guy's ass, you see how she was looking at him, she was just like, Oh my god, Marty, that's so hot. Just saying, just want to throw it out there for anybody need to hear it. Stop being a pushover to your women, that's why they don't respect your ass. Okay, all right. Put your foot down sometimes. Lay it down when you need to. You know what I mean when I say lay it down. It's foot down and lay down. It's two different things. Come on. Come on. Be here. Let's be here. Let's be there. Don't be here. On lazy eyes. Be here with me. Okay? You know what we're talking about. I'm just saying. Like, come up with the plan. Be firm in what you're saying. Like, there's times I, I, I joke some. I be a jokey, jokey guy sometimes. Then sometimes just straight. In man mode, like whatever that you perceive man mode to be, that's what I be in. Let's be in it, like because I'm a man and I walk around and I represent myself as one. And uh, I hold the door for my women and I cook for them and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I am the man, and she knows that because I go out here and I work hard. Uh, I do, I don't carry, I don't do like feminine things everything i do is madness the most the closest thing to anything sweet i do is cooking sweets for my daughter 
<laughs> outside of that, nah, I'm on it. So just want to throw that out there for the guys. If you're one, you you trying to figure out why your girl, it's because y'all being too passive. Y'all letting too much stuff just slide. You got to put your foot down sometimes. And then once you put the foot down, you throw that ass on the bed, bend her over the couch, and show her who is the goddamn boss. I'm tired of y'all making us look weak. I can't stand it. Now, last but not least, remember what I said. If you're mad about that, it's because I'm talking to you. This is my bullshit major this week. It's been, I'm, it's high. So, uh, Stranger Things, man. Yeah, Stranger Things. I enjoyed that season very much. I did. I, I really liked this season. And I'm happy and pleased to hear that they're coming out with a season five, which is great because I thought this was it. I could have sworn this was it. So um, the fact that it's not, that's a bet. Uh, excuse me. Um, so basically this series follows L is in California and you know the rest of them is in L and Mike and Will are in hold on, I know the two brothers in L are in and the mom is in California and everybody else is still where they are and there is this um, new monster named the Vecna and the Vecna he can he he puts he like gets into your mind and he can project certain things and once he it's like I don't know why he does it it's like he builds it up or something then he finally like kills you he takes you um but when he does it you lift up in the air like your 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 eyes are rolled back and you're just standing there wherever you are and people can't wake you up you're like in a dream, almost like a Freddy Krueger thing. But you're like awake. It just happens whenever. And he'll show these clocks and it's just so doom doom. I like how they did the little gong sound when they were looking at the clock, the bell sound doom. That was tight. And so uh, Vecna, <clears throat> the whole story. Like, just to not really, because I'll do a, a deeper review later, but just because it's over an hour, and that's why I'm trying to get this over with and get back to my life, because ah, I finally got my damn power on. Screw you, BGE. Um, Vecna, the story, the story is dope, yo. Vecna is one. They're going back, they're showing Eleven when she was younger. They're trying to bring back her powers. They're, the father is back. And they have her in like this tank where she goes back and relives memories. And it's basically just trying to get her to whatever's holding her back that needs to fuel her, that she needs answers. They're looking to, she, they're getting her to get to that point. <clears throat> she thought that she killed all the kids in her, all the other kids basically. 
not two through ten. She thought she killed all of them. And when she saw the dead people and stuff. So she's been having this guilt and this, you know, feeling about, you know, she's a monster and this and that. And she doesn't fit in. And she had issues at home, at me at school. And when she her boyfriend comes to town, and they finally come to California. You know, this thing's going on where she's telling him that she's got friends. She really doesn't have friends. And they're bullying her and all this stuff. So she's she getting bullied at school. She does the same thing. She's getting bullied in the uh bully back in the day. Um, and there was this orderly who would work with her and would talk to her and tell her, like, number one is real and father lies. And you know, just like gaining her friendship slowly but surely. She seen he was getting he got hurt for even telling her that. And um eventually, like it's a lot of stuff going on. Like the father's in Russia. Winona Rises trying to go get him with with her friend. The guy, the guy, the guard who's trying to get paid for information on him to let him go. His guy flips on him, so the, the guards end up locking him up with with uh <clears throat> with the pops. So that's that's this own mission when they're coming to get him. They're about to feed feed them to the the White Walker thing. I said White Walker, whatever that little creature is with the face that be eating everything. I whatever. Can't remember all the names for these things. Uh, the Demigorgon, there it is. And uh, so that's one storyline. And then you got the whole thing at home where the brother drew a picture. I don't know what the picture is, but I think it's going to show some some. Eh, I don't know. I just feel like they want to make him come out. He's very awkward. Like he wants to tell somebody that he's he wants to come out the closet. So I just think that's what. Mike, I believe I'm talking about. <clears throat> I think that's what Mike's his arc. But I wonder what this picture is going to be. Like maybe this picture is something about Beckner and Ale or something. Because he still has that connection to the to the upside down world. But anyways, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, there's a storyline of these bodies keep showing up dead. And this one girl, <clears throat> excuse me, showed up dead at this this guy who does Dungeons and Dragons. They call him like he's crazy, crazy Eddie or something, right? I think. So he shows up there. So everybody thinks that he's the one that killed her because he can't explain what he saw. Her lifting up in the air, arms breaking, her mouth breaking, dropping to the ground. Um, <clears throat> so everybody's looking for him. The kids basically find out where he is, and they're they're trying to protect him. But then at the same time, the black black kid in Stranger Things, he's in the basketball team. He just hit a game winning shot. They won the championship, and his friends, the, the main guy in that group, his girlfriend was the one that was killed. So now they're looking to find Eddie, I think his name was, to kill him. But who knows what Eddie is, is my man, I can't remember his name right now, is with the teeth, the little curly hair one. So now he's like, damn, like they're going to, they trying to kick my man's ass. And so it's a lot of stories going on. But the main point is that you end up finding out this orderly who was being so friendly and telling Elle that, you know, she, the father's a liar and number one isn't a myth. He was a real person. Um, he told her that she had, he had a chip because he was going to help her escape. And she was like, yo, we can escape together. I want to help you. So he was like, oh, this is a, I, I can't because I have a tracking device in my neck. And if I do, you know, father will always find us. So he, he basically, he basically got her to, he manipulated her to pull out the damn the chip. He pulls it out. 
apparently she he, he was like, all right, thank you for that. Ah, yeah, it feels great. Stay right here and went to go and kill everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, here's a vending machine. Go ahead, grab you a snack. Some Reese's right there. There's some Funyuns. There's a soda machine. Go ahead, grab that. I'm going to go to use the bathroom. And he just, ah, da, he's, us, this, us. he's killing everybody. So Elle is hearing all this, oh, oh, oh. And she's like, yo, what the hell? She put the Reese's down, which I wouldn't have did because I took the Reese's with me and I ate it because you know I love Reese's. Um, do I still have my, did I take it down? I hope I didn't. Why would I do that? Oh, man, my Reese's, oh, yeah, ah, thank you. Reese's University. So but anyways, so Elle hears all the screaming. Elle turns, she goes, and now she's now she's understanding the truth of what she thought that she did. She, all these years, she thought that she killed these kids, that she killed all these people. No, she goes in there, and it's number one. He's standing there orderly. He's standing there killing number two. And he's basically like, look, man, like, join me. Like, well, you know, I always get this speech. We can be the ones to change the world. Blah, 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 blah. And Elle was like, ah. Nah. And so they get into a mental thing where they just staring at each other. And uh and L was losing. He had it. He had it lifted up on her feet, eyes bleeding. She was in there looking like Carrie. But one told her to does she have a memory that could that brings her a lot of pain or something. something. So she but she ended up find the memory of love with her mother. Because they told her her mother was dead, but she really wasn't. That he was like, that woman that came to visit you was your mother. So she found this vision of love, this memory of love, and just came and overpowered. And shot, she literally hit him with so much force that she basically opened up the upside down world. Like she pushed him into that jump, like disintegrated him into it. And he became the electricity shocking him all through it. Because it looked like it was formless. It was no town or nothing. It was like shapeless. It was just like clouds and red lights. And it shocked him. That's how he got that that Bernie face thingy. Oh, that's not a good picture. That Bernie looking skin in the background. Like, plus, I think that the the mind flare is the one who might have created him in that image as well. But overall, like, it's setting up for the big showdown, part two. Uh, Eleven. Verse one, one Vecna verse L. So yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, every episode was super long, but that's cool. Gave me a lot to think about. There's a lot of stuff in between too, but you'll watch it. I don't want to spoil it all of it. I didn't spoil it, uh, but yeah. So enjoy it, and uh, men, get your balls. All right, smoke weed too. Peace.